0: Welcome to Clayton's Business, today's episode is on Operations Influences, I will cover all of the key syllabus points within this chapter, whenever I'm about to talk about a key syllabus point you will hear this sound... And follow this at your own pace. If you wish to ask me any questions at any point, I can listen to it. I will reply to you in the next episode of the podcast. So, what are influences on operations? Obviously, there are absolutely loads of different influences which affect operations. There's a dynamic external environment, and the influences on business operations basically include what is in the syllabus, which are globalization, technology, quality expectations, cost-based competition government policies, legal regulation and environmental sustainability. Globalisation. This gives consumers the opportunity to purchase products from the business that provides the most value for money. So as a result, as I mentioned earlier, with businesses operating in a dynamic and highly competitive global environment, there are a wide range of different aspects which go towards globalisation. So global businesses are significant, so as globalization is the integration and interdependence of the economies of different countries, that refers to the joining together of different economies through trade, technology, deregulation and development of global businesses. So because of that, there's an increasing flow of goods, services, people, finance and information around the world. Different currencies are obviously vital towards globalization as an influence. So when a business does operate in multiple countries, they will have to convert currencies to pay for the suppliers for their inputs. And the value of these is affected by the level of economic growth and confidence in the economy. Any depreciation of the Australian dollar against the currency leads to rising costs, which can be highly problematic. Trade agreements as part of globalization is really important as well. So if you've got a bilateral trade agreement, that's very similar to a treaty between two countries which reduces barriers to trade and promotes economic integration. If you've got a multilateral trade agreement, that's between more than two nations. So it's really important for a global business, if they wish to enter the market, is to look at the amount of barriers to trading that exist. The emergence of global consumers is obviously vital to globalization as well. Globalisation generally enables higher incomes and there's many parts of the world that do have a rapidly growing middle class. And those people wish to buy goods and services that will improve their quality of life. An example is India. So by 2025, India's middle class will have grown from 5% of the population to more than 40%. So that leads to huge consumer demand and the market needs to cater for that. Globalization will open up new markets and operations also needs to be able to change the features, design, the quality or the information to suit these new markets. Different cultures as part of globalization are very important as well. As many businesses do when they relocate or expand their operations, there may be a vast array of differences in the way the business needs to be organized or needs to be managed and it really is advisable for them to speak to local experts. Because if you can prevent any issues caused by any culture clashes, this can be a huge benefit and it can reduce any problems down the line. Technology. So leading on from globalisation, technological developments have spread worldwide at a really, really rapid rate. So mobile phones, email, smartphones, the internet are huge drivers of globalisation. And one of the major external influences is technological change. So technology is the equipment and knowledge that are available to help a business perform certain functions or make products. And when making a decision about whether to implement technology, a business has got to take into account various factors. These include the speed of change, the technology their competition are using, the finances available, how long it takes to introduce, whether staff need to be retrained or possibly even be made redundant. Robotics is a major part of technology and that refers to the development of robots, which are basically programmable machines that may have certain sensors that detect changes in the environment. Although these were initially built to complete repetitive tasks, many robots today have a lot of artificial intelligence and they can be used where dangerous or hazardous work is required or where they perform particularly complicated tasks. CAD and CAM, otherwise known as Computer Aided Design and Computer Aided Manufacture. So as part of technology, CAD is technology that allows architects, engineers and designers to draw and adjust 3D designs on a computer. These may be based on the specifications or conditions set out by each client's requirements. And CAD is linked directly to the manufacturing process. With CAM software the computer can be set to control large sections of production with greater efficiency, fewer errors and fewer staff. This basically provides electronic links for the exchange of data which results in time saved and a lot fewer mistakes. Quality Expectations So any business that's customer focused wants to produce goods and supply services that satisfy the desires of its customers. So customers will have a certain belief about durability, reliability, fitness for purpose and it's really important that that quality expectation is based on the reputation of the brand's products in general and in the price paid for the product. And this also links to how effective the marketing is which will fulfill the expectations of the customers. Cost-Based Competition So if a business wishes to gain a price advantage over its competitors, it may use operational strategies that lower the cost that can then make its prices lower than its rivals. So we've talked about the cost leadership strategy in the past, and this works best when there's little difference in the products being offered by competitors. And so businesses will then get a competitive advantage by reducing the cost to produce and supply their products at a low price. Government Policies These are methods used by the government that encourage the operations function to be more innovative or more competitive. Economic growth benefits Australia if they can do more with less. So if they can increase productivity and reduce the cost of producing exports, then it's beneficial for Australia in general. Legal Regulation the aim of the government regulation of a business is to ensure that safety happens and there's fair business conduct. So, these regulations would include covering environmental protection, trade practices, WHS, and industrial relations. So, in Australia, the laws are constantly changing, and there's a lot of changes in the common law judicial system. So, in many industries, some regulations have been removed altogether so firms can become more efficient and to reduce the number of restrictions so competition is encouraged environmental sustainability so this refers to the development and use of methods of production that allow resources to be used by producers without limiting the ability of future generations so it's vital that we protect the national environment from the depletion of resources and pollution so as a result in the 21st century managers really have a responsibility to protect the national environment and make sure their methods of production incorporate the sustainable use of resources. Corporate social responsibility. This is so important as a genuine goal of business. This is an extension of the triple bottom line in which a business's performance is evaluated according to its financial, its social and its environmental criteria. There's a few other corporate social responsibility issues which include justice and equity, the corruption and any bribes that are paid, the transparency of the corporate world, standards of labour particularly in poorer countries and human rights. So CSR is really the duty of care that a business has towards its stakeholders other than just its shareholders. The difference between legal compliance and ethical responsibility. So ethics isn't just doing the right thing, it's more than that. It's more than merely complying with the law and pleasing the owners of the business. Ethical behaviour involves making decisions that are not only legal, legally correct, but also morally correct and meeting the standards of behaviour that's expected in society. Environmental sustainability and social responsibility. So today's businesses are increasingly aware of the impact that their decisions have on society and the environment. Local communities are much more aware of the activities of business because they are shareholders. There's also greater scrutiny by the media, organisations such as the Australian Consumers Association and government institutions such as the Australian Competition and Consumers Commission and the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. There is an expectation by society that businesses must consider and value achievements other than just profit, growth and market share. Okay, that concludes today's podcast on operations influences. I hope you found the information useful. And if you have any questions, just please get in touch on the podcast and I will try and answer your questions next time. Bye.